Imagine this. It's an ordinary Tuesday, but something's different today. You inhale deeply as you wait. You see the sun peeking through the curtains perfectly, and you internally whisper, Ah, thank you. You know challenges will arise today, but you also feel grateful because without challenges, you wouldn't know ease. Without hardships, you wouldn't know flow, and without heartbreak, you wouldn't know love. My hope is to have you lean more toward the side of gratefulness, gratitude, and a world that has so much beauty to offer us. But a lot of times, we are so controlled by our minds that we can walk right by it and never even experience it. This is Opaloma, and I'm your host, Casey Zaruba. Welcome. Hi, friends. Okay, episode, what are we at? 14? I don't, wait, I should know this. I feel like we're at 14 or 15. I don't know. I'm really freaking excited to be here with you today. I want to talk specifically about a superpower that I think all of us can utilize and use to our advantage time and time and time again. And the really amazing thing is, is it's something that we already have. We just decide have to decide to tap into it or at least be in tuned enough with ourselves and be willing to tap into it. You know, when people say, I just, I just have a feeling about that person. Like say you meet somebody, your friend's like, oh my gosh, I want you to be my, this new like man toy. <laughs> like, and then you meet him and you're like, sis, we need to talk. <laughs> and she's like, what's up? It's like, I know you're a little bit blinded by this, but like, I just get a feeling I don't know what it is. I just don't have a good feeling about this guy. Or maybe it's the opposite. You're like, I don't know what it is, but like, I just feel like this could be the one, you know, that is actually reading somebody's energy. And people don't always realize that that's what that is, but that's what you're doing. You're reading their energy for the good or for the bad, whatever it is, their, their energy is coming on to you and you're picking it up. Not only is their understanding and reading someone's energy, or your energy, others' energy, but also making sure you're not leaning too far into like a masculine or feminine energy. So one thing, basically this whole conversation is about energies and how it can like bless your socks off. But basically like you want to, there doesn't need to be a 50-50 in feminine energy and masculine energy by any means, but there does need to be some kind of balance and not going too heavy and solely in one. So some, some feminine energy that we would associate with feminine energy is like intuition, which women naturally have. That's like when I say something and I'm like, I just have a feeling like about this Tyler bless his heart. He's always, I feel like that's a Texas thing to say. He always just takes my word for it because he's like, I, I never have that moment where I'm like, I just get this feeling or I feel like God has spoken to me or I just got like, I just know. And he's like, yeah, I've never felt that. And I think that's just part of our feminine intuition, but intuition, things like nurturing, healing, having a calm presence, being emotionally aware, expression and communication of emotions. Like Tyler and I actually had a full conversation this morning that was really good because I woke up kind of anxious over some family things that we're making big decisions on all really good things. But as with anybody, change is hard. And when things are uncertain, it's a very uncomfy, especially if you're mom and have children. Also, you might hear my kids in this episode because they're all home. And so anyways, we had this conversation this morning and I was like, here's the deal. Nothing that you said in this specific conversation was wrong. 
However, I would have, it would have been really helpful for me if you would have just acknowledged like this thing. And so just being, that is such a feminine energy thing to just be able to acknowledge that and communicate it in that type of way. This is not something that you are like overnight going to be like magically perfect at, right? Just making sure like you're staying in there, right? But it's something that you can be aware of and anything that we're aware of, we steadily put more practice into and like we conquer it a little bit more, you know, like we get better at it. And some masculine, masculine energy that we can kind of focus on and be aware of are things like logic and reasoning and energy of action, being really firm in things, uh, being able to like acquire materials or things that we need, things like survival or common sense. Like those are all things that typically fall into the form of like masculine energy versus feminine energy. And so again, you don't always have to stay in your feminine energy lane if you're a female listening to this, but you you don't want to lean too heavily in masculine Um I am heavy in my control energy right now, which is typically like more of a masculine energy where I need to be and where it would fit me better and serve me better is to be more in like my nurturing energy right now. And like really just caring for my family during like potentially a lot of transitioning. And I know that I'm like alluding to a lot. Eventually I'll, I actually am going to talk about this specifically in this episode, but eventually I'll be able to share what I'm talking about. Something else that is really smart, which is a reason I'm not giving full details on like what it is I'm talking about right now is because where people go wrong, and this is totally a cultural society thing right now is people are natural oversharers. Like because we are in this content hamster wheel of, okay, I need more content and I need more content. And I don't really want to share this yet because I don't have the full story of it yet, but I'm going to share it because I know it'll get people's attention. Like that is absolutely a thing. And I actually have been caught in that hamster wheel before, but something that I've learned about myself is until I feel solid AF about something and nobody's opinion on it can make me like sway one way or another, like I'm freaking cemented in the damn ground. I just don't share it. And I kind of got to that point about all of my church stuff and people wanting to input opinions. And honestly, that's a huge reason I haven't gone back to church is like, I'm still really, and I actually feel like I I meant to actually tell Tyler this this morning that I like for the first time in two years, actually more two and a half years, feel like I might be ready to like really explore church again. I don't know. I really, I'm still there. I'm, I'm still not sure, but I'm like on the edge. Maybe I'll never step foot in a church again, but I just feel like I'm getting really solid on like what my relationship with God is and like what that looks like and not needing to basically not needing to feel shamed or guilt from a church anymore. And, and I just want to make sure I'm solid in like my truth, like my truth and my beliefs and like my relationship before I go and like potentially feel guilt about something again, or like purity culture or something like that. And so anyways, if you have something that you're building that whether it's a business, if you have a new relationship, if you have something excited that you're working on and you're dying to tell somebody something that you should really keep in mind is a lot of times we ask people's opinions when we don't really want them. We ask people's opinions because we want to be able to talk about something that we're excited about, but The problem is, is we don't take into consideration that what happens if they don't give us the feedback that we're wanting and it's actually negative feedback. 
And we've just now created a situation where we've got this doom and gloom over our fancy fun idea and dreams and visions and someone just like shit all over them. (laughs) But we freaking allowed them to, right? Like we can't get mad that somebody gave us an opinion that we asked for. We can only get mad that they didn't give us the opinion we wanted. And so it's just really smart. I've learned this the hard way a hundred percent, but it's really smart that if you are not unshakable on a decision, do not share the decision yet. Just keep it quiet. Keep it tight. Keep it, keep it tight, sister. (laughs) Just don't share it because it it does shake you. You know, like if you're still like, I'm a little nervous about the decision. Don't give people the opportunity to come in and shake you even more, you know? And you also have to take a lot of responsibility of like, can't really be mad that they gave me a response I didn't want when I literally asked for their honest opinion. You know, we always say that, I want your honest opinion. Do you like this dress? When in reality, if I didn't like the dress, I wouldn't be asking your opinion. I would have just changed. I obviously like the dress or else I wouldn't be wearing the freaking dress, right? Like we just get this so wrong. Something to really be aware of is that your body follows your mind. Your mind does not follow your body. So a lot of times we get this backwards And we think that like, if we make an action, our mind is going to get on board with it, but it's actually the other way around. So like, if you sit here and tell yourself, like me and Tyler are so big on this too. I'll explain more about that in a second. But if you sit here and tell yourself like all morning, I'm so rushed, I'm behind, things aren't going to happen on time. I have this important meeting today. It's going to suck. I'm not going to make that zoom call today. I have too many things on my plate. Guess what? Your body is going to follow with a physical response. But if you tell your body, your body is not that smart. Your mind is very smart. Your body is actually very smart, but your mind is going to shift your body. So like if you tell yourself all morning, in spite of what you physically see in front of you, you, your brain is like a freaking planet on steroids. You, it is shocking how your mind can change physical realities. It's the craziest thing. But if you get up and you tell your mind, you can literally look at your house being destroyed. You can see that you're right. Like it's 745 and you're like, I got to be there by 740. And you're literally pulling out of your driveway at 745. And instead, like, think of this and you have an option. You can leave your house rushed, freaking out, anxious, you know, super impatient with your kids. I'm like this, honestly, like I'm still like this and it's still something that I'm working on. Or you could pull out of your driveway and say, you know what? It's going to be fine. Like, I don't need, it's all going to be fine. Cause guess what? It is, it is all going to be fine. However, the chips fall, however, this ends up, however your day ends up, however that meeting ends up, however, this business ends up, however, that relationship ends up, it will all be fine. That doesn't mean it's all going to be easy, but it will be okay. It absolutely will be okay. And so a lot of the time we don't even realize it, but we are actually like causing so much physical stress and you don't, you maybe don't know this, but stress anxiety are the two biggest things that allows immune barriers to break down and let sickness respond to that and let sickness have a direct correlation with your body because anxiety and stress are exactly how your immune system's like, Oh, she's doing it again. Let's drop down and let all this sickness in. I've been carrying quite a bit of anxiety this last week because of this family stuff I've been talking about. I say family stuff. It's just, it's life decision stuff. A good, again, all good and exciting things, but just big decisions. And for the last 48 hours, I've just not, I can tell, you can just tell, you feel it in your head, you feel it in your throat, you feel it in your body, you're just being brought down. So I've been taking super C like it's candy. I mean, I'm like taking like six a day. (laughs) I'm taking so many, just help my immune system and taking Ningxia and taking greens and like 
eating really clean, like all the things, protein, like, because I just, I can tell I'm like, my body is trying to take sickness. It's my fault. I'm literally dumping oils on my head to help manage my emotional stress right now. Another life hack that I am going to let you in on that is, you're not going to like it, but it is a life hack that will serve you till your last days on earth. Purposely do things that are uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm going to take a turn here. Just stay on the choo-choo train with me. Tyler and I are Netflix bingers. And when I say bingers, we get through maybe 11 minutes of an episode a night. So we can make a season of something last like a good chunk of time. Well, I, we do not, neither of us really, but me mostly, like we do not do scary, horror, gory type stuff. Now I can watch 2020 and Dayline all day long. And I watched the Murdoch files and that was so good. But we don't do like gory stuff. We just don't. It's not our thing. We had that conversation literally like I think our second date. I was like, nah, I ain't about it. And he was like, yeah, me neither. I'm perfect. We're a perfect match. However, we're just mine in our own life flipping through Netflix and we see that The Walking Dead has 11 seasons. I'm like, Tyler, this could last us a year. <laughs> Let's do it. And so we, wa- we watch. And like I said, typically we, it's just not our type of thing. But we started that new, not, it's not This Is Us, The Best of Us, The Most of Us, the the newer one that's on right now that's really popular on H. I think it's HBO. So we were like, we are into that one. So we're like, okay, maybe we can do Walking Dead. So we started and first season was a little cheesy, but I get it. It was low budget then and it got a lot better. We're on season five now. And, but do you know, if you watch Walking Dead, you'll totally get this. If you don't, you're not going to get this, but that's okay. Stick around. It's still, it's, it's a good analogy. And The Walking Dead. To me, purposely getting uncomfortable leads to things like seeing walkers in front of you. It's like, you know, Rick and the whole gang, they see all these walkers and Michonne and everybody, they see all these walkers in front of them. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm so, I don't want to take another thing. I don't want another hurdle. I don't want to kill more walkers. However, if we freaking kill these walkers, we know, we know right past them comes peace. We know that we get another break. You know, we know that we get a, a, we get a pause in having to do this. So a lot of times getting uncomfortable is just on one side of the hard thing and peace is on the other side. And almost always when people choose to get uncomfortable, they're unlocking an additional door to a more peaceful life, a more fulfilled life. The people that always feel tense. The people that never quite feel fulfilled or always feel really tense. It's because typically, and I know a lot of people are going to probably like be pissed off that I say this and not like to hear this. It's because they've chosen to stay real comfortable when they should have made a harder decision to get uncomfortable. It's ex- it's actually the exact situation we're in right now. We're going to have to be really uncomfortable for just a little bit to potentially get like so much, you know? like so much of what we want. And so that's kind of where we're at. And that's something that you just got to keep in mind. You know, when you come up to an uncomfortable situation or having to take a risk in business, or maybe you're starting a new business or you're going to, you're going to give this thing a shot. You just have to know, you have to wrap your mind around it. You got to get your mind right that it's going to be really uncomfortable for a while, but over time it's going to get easier and easier and easier. And you're going to look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I've gotten so far. (laughs) I can't imagine if I was still back there do you know the, um, I mean, I could count hundreds of people that have told me, I wish I would have started this business with you four years ago. 
I followed you for four years and I've been so worried about what people would think about me doing like a network marketing that I didn't want to jump in. I'm like, that makes me so sad for you. Like you let so many people have control over your life's direction, over your journey, over the success and like financial growth of your family and even just something you want to do, you know, like even if you're not looking for huge financial growth in a business, even if you're just looking for an extra $500 in whatever business you're wanting to do, like that's, that's massive for a lot of families. Like inflation is a bitch right now. Like, ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm just like cussing like that, but it really is for everybody. It doesn't matter how much you make it. It's just, it's intense. Whenever you are in situations like this where things get uncomfortable, it was kind of like I was telling you, like you don't want to you don't want to let in every everybody in when you're still shakable, you know, because if you let people in when you're shakable, you want to know what they're going to do. They're going to shake you. They're going to shake you even more. And we're not looking for that. So when you're in a situation like this, the best thing that you can do is quiet, softly quiet the noise around you. We are in a society, like I said, of oversharers and content creation, but everybody does not need to know everything while you're still in a building vulnerable state of figuring it out yourself. There is huge repercussions to letting people in on a process before you know what the process is. Or actually, let me back up. There are there are there is not huge repercussions between letting people in on the process. There are huge repercussions before letting letting people in before you are solid in your decision about the process. I want to make sure I don't mess that wording up because. I actually think it's so valuable to show people your process and your growth. I do that all the time, but I'm solid on my decision and direction that when I share it is unshakable. Me sharing O Paloma, people could tell me all day long their opinions. I had, I was solid in it. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have shaken me, you know? And so I'm able to show the process of that. Being able to like read people's energies and really understanding your own is a freaking superpower and one that will get you through almost any situation in a way that has you coming out the other end, feeling really sound about how you responded to it. The reason all of this in the first place is just so important. It's not only your own personal growth, but also the growth of your business or your success because reactive responses are not what we want. And it's usually because we're too focused on being right than we are about being smart. Like when we have a super reactive response, Especially I know that like when I have a reactive response, whether it's to my kids or my husband, sadly, the people that we love the most usually get the most vulnerable, hard parts of us. And I definitely know my family gets that of mine. And I acknowledge that regularly. I actually, I actually acknowledge that to Tyra this morning. But when they get those reactive responses, it's not because we're in like a sound headspace. It's because we want to be right. We want to show dominance. We want to show control or we want to show like our emotions on our sleeves. But when we're able to understand the temperature of someone, we're able to more appropriately respond knowing maybe they're only responding that way because of their day. So basically, let me give you a scenario. I can be really frustrated, like as a mom, especially if you're a mom, you know, this is like inevitable. Like you're of course going to get frustrated and like lose your patience and temperature about something, your your temper. But if my child comes home and I can immediately see when they get in the car, like if... (laughs) Sorry if you just heard me screaming. If Murphy gets in the car and he's immediately sad and upset, I know it's he did, he didn't get a good face. That's cool. He didn't get a green face. He didn't get a smiley face. And a bad a bad face means he wasn't following directions or something. And I can read that. And if I can read like his initial energy, I can respond in a better way. 
But when we have no idea and we're just like responding off, you know, the off of our like off our shoulders, like it, it's just it's it's never going to be a good outcome. Whenever we can stop looking at simply the action of someone and really search the depth and the story of the situation, like I don't have to look at just the action of one of my kids being in a bad mood. I can search and see that this is, they're not actually responding that way to me. They're responding to something that happened to earlier in their day. It really helps me know how to respond to it more appropriately. It offers a lot more grace to the conversation. And I think we can all agree especially after since, you know, COVID, we need a lot more grace and conversations. It not only offers grace and conversations, it also just builds stronger relationships and people will naturally gravitate to you because your awareness is comforting to them. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Okay. A couple little tidy things. New merch coming to the website soon. New episode drops every Monday. I have a new email list starting. I'll be sharing about that on the Instagram page, Oklahoma soon. And I have freebies coming in the email, so you won't want to miss it. And coming early summer, I have an amazing freaking course slash ebook slash it's still developing that you are going to die over. It's, it's, it's going to be good. And I'm so excited about it. It's kind of evolving and it's something we all need. And I don't want to share too much, but it's going to be good. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye friends. Close your eyes. Well, unless you're driving and then maybe let's not. One inhale, one exhale. You're doing it, my friend. You're changing hard things into new things. And little by little, you're taking control over your emotions and your future. And I am so damn proud of you for that. You should be too. I feel honored to do the work alongside you. If you want to follow along my sweet, not so little family, you can find me on Instagram at Zaruba Life and at oo.paloma. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.